Ladies and gentlemen, the moment is here. The main event of the evening. I'm Jeremiah Gallegos, your world-class ring announcer, to introduce Soap Boxing Podcast. And now, to introduce your host, Derek, a.k.a. Coach. And across the ring, introducing Matty Fresh. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's golden time. Time to tune in. Hey guys, this is Coach Derek. I want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Pueblo Boxing. Y'all be sure to check out uh, Pueblo Boxing. They have unique and high quality boxing gear and novelty gifts. You can find the gear at soloboxing.com. That's S-O-L-O boxing.com. Check it out, man. They do quality work. One thing we know for sure about Wally, you know, yeah, yeah, he hit you free. <laughs> right. And, and, and. His woman whooped the whole world twice. The whole world. Good morning, good morning. What's going on, Facebook, YouTube? It's your boy Fresh, along with Dr. Killing Quick Collinsworth. What's going on, B? Welcome to another uh, soap boxing podcast. Man, it's I feel like it's been a minute since we've been on, huh? A lot of shit has been going on. We have been uh, we've been busy. We've been, we've been fighting, we've been training, we've been working this past week. Working as well, it got me slow motion wrong. I'm allergy cutting up, boy. It's been hell. It's been hell with that shit, man. I feel like it's been raining like for two weeks out here in uh, Stratton in Houston, and I don't think it's gonna let up. I think it's supposed to be raining uh, the next couple days here, too. Yeah, rain all the way to next week. Oh man, well, I mean, it's good for it's good for the grass. Shit, that's about it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, DJ. Who we got today, man? We got a special guest, uh, Mr. Alan Melson. And uh, yeah, man, we we were supposed to have this brother on a while ago, and uh, and we missed it. But we we trying to make it up, man. I've been trying to get this fella on here. They, uh, you know, anybody likes knocking people out, I, I want to talk to him. He likes <laughs> to knock these boys silly, man. But uh, Alan, what's going on, brother? What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good morning. 
That's a I blessing. I done, I done made a few uh, joke little clip videos like I make. You 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 giving them boys the blues in Alabama, man. Yes, sir. I dropped down oh, yeah. the way too, so now I'm finna definitely give them the blues. Yeah, yeah, man. I think that was a good move too. Uh, are you from Alabama originally, bro? Are yes, you from? Sir. I'm from Gas. Yeah, Oh, you right from where y'all where, where you been fighting. Yes, sir. Uh, Show me the hometown what it is. Yeah, yeah, nice, man. Uh let me know how you got involved in boxing, man. When you started boxing. Um, I started in 2013. Mm -hmm. The background of that really, my mom wanted me to start at age 13, but I was playing football, basketball, running track, and after I graduated. I played semi-pro down here, and after I played semi-pro for two years, I was like, man, I'm going to go back to boxing. So I started at PABA with Coach uh, Coach Ray, and I was with Coach Anthony, and I was with Melvin Malone. And I got in a little trouble, so that kind of pushed me back for a whole year. And after I got in trouble, then I jumped back in it. And did, look, did some amateur and not the amateur, then I went pro in 2018. And it was not a smart move, but I learned from all my three losses and turned it around. Now I got a belt. Yeah, I mean, I was looking at your record, bro. You you you, you came off, uh, I mean, you started off kind of, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, slow. You came off three losses. You got them out the way, I guess. And. You've been on a 6-0 uh, streak. I had three knock – how many knockouts? Three knockouts since then and a couple uh, decisions. Yes, sir. What, uh, what would you say – because that's, you know, go, go, going on a, a three-loss streak and then what changed? What happened? Man, I had a lot going on uh, when I lost those three fights. I didn't have a stable gym. And when I did have a stable gym, I chose not to stay there. I chose to move around again. And plus, I didn't have a big amateur background. Hmm. And the, my first fight here, I fought somebody 113 pounds bigger than me. So that was kind of a disadvantage. Then the um, the other two fights, when I fought Juan Torres, uh, he shouldn't have won that, but they gave it to him. And then um, the third fight, I was too tensed up, and dude, dude called me when I was tired. I lost that one. But what really made me turn my record around, my grandma almost passed in 2019 at the end. Mm -hmm. And, man, I prayed to God. I was like, man, God, just let her live so she can see me accomplish all my goals. And my main goal is to be a champion in boxing and take over the cruiserweight division. And... I was like, from now, from February 2020, I turned it around. So after that prayer, what did what did you start to do though differently, right? Because you said you know you really weren't stable, you didn't have a stable gym, uh, and and you weren't sticking around in the gym that you that you did have. So how did your how did your work change? Um, I messaged while well, I was with uh, Renee. Vasquez at the end of 2019, 
and that was my that was my third loss. And he was just he was just filling me in and getting to know me. So after that third loss, we started putting more work in the gym, and I just I I just started grinding more. Hmm. I started. Uh, I started shadow boxing more. I started running more. And far as eating wise, I was still trying to work on that because I was at that time I used I was loving eating, and now it's just after the Mexico fight this year, I kind of slowed it down. I want to trim up the way I used to be, and it went from there. Hmm. And plus, my my fourth fight, me and that guy, we both was zero and three. And I was in my hometown, so I was like, man, I can't lose this. So if I lose this in, in my hometown, that's going to be a miracle. <laughs> we got the oldest sport, man. Yeah. We got the oldest sport where it ain't no uh, <clears throat> anybody can do it. You know, the amount of, of uh, boxers or fighters who think they're going to just uh, jump in the ring and start fighting. With no experience of how to how the business works, how the professional game works, and all that stuff, you can't do that. Football, you can't do that. Basketball, even basketball, them boys who went to, to the NBA out of the high school, but they played high school ball. They mm-hmm. played middle school ball, you know. And then boxing, you know, uh, the state the state board just wants to have some valid identification. <laughs> hey, hey, they don't ask you, did you fight? I'm in the amateur. None of that shit matters, man. And 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 the amount of guys who just throw their hat in the ring, uh and 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 and, and they do it to themselves because they just think I'm gonna be able to fight or whatever, man. And and it's it's over regulation. I'm 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 a I'm not for regulations, period, right? So I don't want nobody to get involved. And overregulating the sport, but it's it, this is this is one of those things. And maybe maybe MMA, I don't I don't know nothing about that. But you know, hey, you got your thirty dollars for the license, man. You can get in there, <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see what happens. It's crazy, man. And then and then in our particular profession, there's a there's a zillion so-called trainers who will corner you. And they just met you that night. Oh, I work. Come on, give me fifty dollars or whatever the case may be. So that's I think that's what allows uh, in this game. It allows for for people to get involved when they really don't. Like you said, it was a mistake turning pros without being sound like prepared because you started training. Sound like to me, you was like, man, fuck this losing, man. What I got to do to not lose, man. And so you started training for real, man, and got yourself a coaching and uh, started pushing, man. It's, it's, it's a horrible thing, man. I see it every – I see it every every day, every fight, every show. There's some crash de- uh, crash test dummy on the shows, you know, and you're looking at him going, man, he don't even know the fucking trainer. He don't got nobody. If he, if he gets cut, he don't know – you know what I'm saying? And, I really think that's very uh, specific to our sport. You know what I'm saying? Where people could just, I, I want box. All right, come on. <laughs> but it's the same thing with the trainer, though. What does the trainer? The trainer just has to pay the corner fee, and he's licensed for the year too. So it don't, it don't matter if this motherfucker uh, could train a dog to sit. He could be in the corner at a professional prize fight. 
you know. Uh, I don't know how you, I don't know how you fix that or not. I, I do know, I do know. Uh, you know, the system we have is, of course, amateur boxing and there's elite amateur stages that you can perform, man. But even then, even then, bro, it's so different night and day, man. Uh, uh, look how many amateurs, it's like, it's like fresh, it's like basketball coaches, bro. How many people dominate these coaches, dominate at the collegiate level? And they they they, they going to take a million-dollar job in the, in the league. And, and they, 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 they know their ass right back to college, man. So it's the same thing with it's the same thing with boxing, man. It's 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 one of the things I don't like, but I don't know how do you how, how do you fix it or how do you deter a young guy who says I I, I can fight. Yeah, Alan, I know you see that in the gym where y'all at. I'm sure it's boys all the time say, Oh, I can fight. You put him in there and y'all roll him in, and this motherfucker shouldn't shouldn't have gloves nowhere near his fucking hands. Yep. So so you know. I don't know how you regulate that, and I don't know should you regulate it because you know the world needs opponents. But you, 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 you was learning on the job. Sound like to me? Yes, sir. <laughs> they said I'm a, I'm a. Uh, damn this man! Let me quit eating these cheeseburgers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't what you just said. Uh, I've seen it plenty of times. I've seen a lot of people say, "Man, I want to fight. I want to fight," but they don't even know. What they don't know if they orthodox or southpaw, hmm. and they don't even know how to stand. And I, I wasn't like I was different because you know, like I said, I'm from Gaston, Alabama. All we did was fight. I grew mm -hmm. up, fighting. and I learned the game. I learned how to box when I was little, but I was not a boxer. I was a an athlete basically, and mm -hmm. I learned I learned quick. So once I actually learned more about it when I when I started when I actually went pro I had the experience I just didn't have all the knowledge that I needed to dominate the people I fought it so when people when when people say hey uh how can I turn pro I tell them I give them names of well they ask how can I start boxing I give them names of, of different gyms great coaches I say you, mm -hmm. I say Jeff Malone, I say Coach Anthony, I say Knockout uh, Knockout Factory. I, I give them different gyms that actually compete in, in different tournaments that give them the knowledge and the one-on-one to help them be able to do what they're trying to do. Because yeah. I tell a lot of people, man, y'all don't want to be in my shoes. 0-3, 0-4, 0-5, 0-6. Cause once you get to that, once you get to that zero and seven or something like that, then you, in different states, you almost done. Yeah, right. suspend you indefinitely. Then you can't play. Right. Are Absolutely. you still with? Are you still with yeah. Renee? Yeah, I'm still with Renee. Well, that's I mean, you got to win. He 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 uh he definitely knows what he's doing over there, and he looks like he's got you on a good. Uh, so he you got with him. After your third fight, right? So you've been with him for the last six fights. Well, I, I was with oh, him. The third fight. Yeah, I was with oh, him. Oh, 2019. Okay. And the third fight was at the end of 2019, and he was just still filling filling me in, trying to see if I can fight or not. And actually, when we went up, when we went up there, we went to Detroit, and it was a second round stoppage. I um, 
I actually knocked the guy out and he woke back up, standing up. I don't know how the hell you do that. He was an ex-NFL player, so I guess the beast in him, after I punched him that last time, he woke up. Because that's what he told me after the fight. He was like, man, you actually knocked me out. And when you hit me again, I woke up. I was like, well, damn. Yeah, yeah. I was like, damn, I shouldn't I shouldn't even hit you. I should just let you fall. That was the point. <laughs> but uh, after that fight, Renee was like, damn, I didn't know you could fight. He was like, you can you can really box. So he was like, when we go back, we're just going to work on, work on different things to get you right. And from there, it was up. So tell us about how you ended up getting that uh that belt behind you. Um so I was I was fighting May 22nd and I couldn't find an opponent. Then we actually found an opponent, and when we found an opponent, I thought about it, I was like, man, I want to fight for a belt. Hmm. So I asked the promoter, I said, Hey, can I fight for a belt? She like, sure, let me give you uh let me give you a connection. So I talked to uh, Damian King, Kane, and he was like, yeah, why not? He was like, man, it don't cost that much. I have three belts. Which one you want to fight for? And I told him I'll fight for this one, and next time I'll fight for the other one. Um, I actually made the the contract. I talked to the fighter. The fighter, man, the fighter agreed to different things, and that's another thing I tell a lot of fighters, man, if you better learn the business because if you don't know the business, then you're going to be lost. And from my first win to now, I learned the manager side. I learned the promoter side. I know the fighter side. And all my fights, I mean, all my fights, I set up myself. Nobody else set them up but me. So I screwed myself on the first three fights. But the rest of the, the, rest of the six... I set them up myself. I made the agreements, and from there, I got this by a second round knockout. Nice, and that was that was in May. Yes, sir. Well, congratulations! That just happened a couple a uh, couple months ago. So, what do you have? Uh, what do you have lined up for uh, the, the rest of the year? Um. In July, we still we still trying to figure out what we're gonna do. I was supposed to go with them to Colombia, but can't get my passport. But um, I know for sure in October I'm going back home and I'm fighting for the ABO belt. And then I know in December I'm gonna try to fight for the ABF belt. Are you trying to get all? Are you trying to get all the, the the belts in your weight class, huh? Yes, sir. So. We're good friends. We're, Juan is a, good, it's a, it's a good friend of the show. We have a fighter that, that represents uh, one of the ABO titles, Robert the Houston Hitman. Uh, he has one of the, the ABO titles. How did that uh, How did that connection come about? Well, um, before Mr. Before Hitman uh, fought for the ABO, I actually looked. I was looking online trying to see who was the uh, who was ahead of everything. And then I found him on Instagram. We, we talked for a while. I asked him how many fights I need. He told me. And then recently, we just we actually had a phone call. I, I, he gave me his number, and we talked. And we, we talked for about an hour or so. And he was like, you know, I like, I like where you're going. He's like, you're on a six-winning six streak. 
and nobody nobody has the ABO belt, so it's vacant. He was like, if you want to fight, I want to fight for it next month, but it's too close. He was like, we can do an elimination next month, and after elimination, we can set you up for the uh for the ABO belt in October. So I'm gonna fight for that one. After I fight for that one, I plan on fighting for the other one next year because he, you know, he has he has two. Mm-hmm. So I plan on fighting for the eighth round next year. Yeah, well, shout out to Juan and and uh, and the ABO man. You can't go wrong with that organization. I'm glad that you guys were able to get connected. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, to. Uh, to watching you win that fight, man. What show is there? A, do you have a show in mind for that? What, what was the show? Um, it's gonna be on the one one six promotion, inside Alabama. Okay, so you're gonna go back home? Yes, sir. It's gonna be in my hometown. That's what's up, man. That's what's you, up. Uh, how did you? How did you? What's her name at one one six? Brandy, Brandy McCray. Yeah, how, how did the uh, how did that connection happen? Did you know them? Did did, did how, how did you hit it over one hundred six? I knew her. Um, her matchmaker Blake. Excuse me. Um, I've been knowing Blake since two thousand fourteen, cause I went back home one time, and I had a friend that used to box, and he was part of their gym, and I went with them to go spar up there in Alabama. And so I connected with Blake at that time at 2000, I think about 2019 or 2018, made him talk. And I asked him, I said, man, when can we bring professional boxing into Gaston, Alabama? He was like, man, I'm actually working on it. And I, I think it was 2019. And he was like, I'm actually working on it. And like months later, well, actually that December, he told me it's like we have we have a show coming. Hmm. He's like, I, I just don't know when, but we have a show coming. Then he, he talked to me the beginning of 2020. And it was it was with them. So him and Brandy, they they created the show and they've been they've been having it going ever since. They, yeah, they pretty That was really the only show that was going on during the pandemic. Yeah, they active as hell, man. Cause yeah. I believe uh that's my man, Mike uh, Cook, right? That's who he yeah. he, he does his fights with, and then uh, he signed up to them. He's he's that's his promoter. And uh, has Skittles fought on some of those shows? Yeah. Who else in your gym fought on some of those shows? Yeah, hey, uh, Skinny. No, no, fought on there. Really, everybody in our gym fought on there. Okay. Yeah, uh, we, we took everybody there last year around August, I think it was. Everybody won. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, little Chris, little Chris fought out there, or yeah, he, yeah, he fought out there. D'Lo fought fought out there. Uh, Omar fought out there. So we yeah, yeah, he got a good little click. That that, that fucking Renee man, he go, he's gonna <laughs> find it, man. He's gonna keep y'all boys busy, man. He don't give a fuck, man. He'll go to the moon. Whether it's Mexico, Colombia, Costa Rica, Renee, reach out right quick, too. Hey, Coach, yeah. 
We got a show on the moon, bro. You want to put some people on that motherfucker? Let's roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my dude, bro. That's my dude. Uh, yeah. Man, I know, I know y'all got uh, another guy I like, man. My man, Anthony, bro. I know they jumped. He, he left the uh, the spot he had at, at, at that church building, and he's over there with y'all now, too, huh? Yes, Who's sir. I've been. From Anthony. From from Power City. Power City, that's Yeah, he, he actually he's been my coach since um since I started. That's who I started with in PABA. Hmm. So he he actually watched me grow from 2014 to now. Say it again. I say he actually watched me grow from 2014 when I started to now. I like that guy, bro. That's a genuine guy, man. And man, I like him a lot. Uh, <clears throat> so you went from football player to semi-pro. Man, what is semi-pro football, bro? What is that? Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not. It means you're yeah. still getting a hit hard, but you're not getting paid as much. Yeah, <laughs> helps you actually get try to get to the NFL or the AF, AFL or Canadian uh, League or something like that. But it's not. Sometimes it's not worth it. Sometimes it is. This and is a way to it's like the uh, minor way to try to get seen, man. Yeah. I got you. But yeah, man, uh, I'm gonna tell you I we was down there one day and who you was spying, man. And 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 Goddamn it, I thought Huh? Jared. Yeah, and I said to I, I said to myself, I said need to be fighting. Next time I seen you were fighting a uh, cruiser, right? Yes, sir. I, I think that's a much more comfortable uh, weight division for your size, man, because even though you, you, you're you well put together, man, but Jared Anderson, yeah, man, that's a, he, 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 he's not even a big heavyweight, and that's a big fucking man, bro. So... Mm-hmm. You know, fighting upstream like that, man, them boys are six four, six five, six six, all the way up to Fury. So I think you at, at going down the cruiser, bro, probably made a uh, gonna make a, a, a impact. What you think? What was the what was the reasoning behind going down the cruiser with? Well, that was actually my goal back mm-hmm. in I think 2018. I just wasn't that disciplined at that time. Cause so I always had to together and all that. Yeah, I always been at like 207, 210. So I was close to the the cruiserweight weight. Mm-hmm. I just didn't yeah. actually put the effort into it like I have now. And the reason why I love sparring with Jared and Effie and a lot of heavyweights is because how I see it is when I, when I spar heavyweights, I can take your punch. If I can mm-hmm. take your punch doing sparring, when it's fight time, I can walk through any cruiserweight punch. No matter mm-hmm. how big you are, I can walk, I can walk through it because I'm taking big people power from other from heavyweights, super heavyweights at that. And some yeah. sometimes I spar I spar lightweights like Chris. I spar him sometimes. I spar Noe. Um, and the reason why I spar them is to sharpen up my defense because they're faster. Mm-hmm. Some people don't look at it like that. Some people think it's stupid, but I think it's smart 
because if you fight somebody, if you spar somebody your weight every time, then you're not. I feel like you're not getting nothing out of that. So, uh, I, I, when it comes to sparring, bro, it's more about ability than the size anyway, because you ought to be able to utilize anybody that you're working with. Just like, just like you know, you have to work down to some people to help them, and some people had to work up to help you. Uh, yeah, that it, it's better be in the ring. It's better be in the ring ducking little Christmas punches than not. And not doing nothing. So yeah, that's that's uh, as long as long as guys can work. I think uh, that's silly, man. Yeah, that's silly. Like you can't get work from this one or that one, man. Nah, nah. Like you said, Effie and and, and Jared and them, man. Them 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 boys is like you said, like Effie, man. What's Effie like six six or something like that? That's a yeah, big man. Yeah. And he uh, yeah, he got that crack in his right hand, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's a big old boy, man. But, but yeah, man, I think, uh, how tall are you at? Five, ten. Yeah, I, I see, man, in, in today's, this ain't, this ain't the, the 80s, you know, the mid-80s no more with heavyweights, man. You know, in the mid-80s, guys like uh, Michael Dokes and all them boys who was great fighters, you know, you 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 used to find a whole bunch of six foot heavyweights, you know, ranked and shit. But then the nineties came, and then you know that's that's when the the Bowles and Lennox and all them boys came out. And hell, it just got bigger now. You know, boys is bigger now, so it ain't it, it's it's a different era with these heavyweights, man. And uh, just eyeballing without knowing any anything about your ability or background or none of that type of shit. I said, man, this dude needs to probably uh, compete at cruiserweight because, man, that's an uphill climb, man. And at, and, at, and at a certain point, every man got to realize professionally is weight divisions because, you know, to, to try to have everything as fair as it can be, you know, 5'10", 205 pounds uh, fighting – uh, Tyson Fury, man, fuck! It's so much. It's so much trying to get over there. Not, not that them boys can't be whooped, but it's such a, it's such an uphill climb, man. All the top, all the elite heavyweights today is over six foot five. You know what yep. I'm saying? Those big dudes, man. These, these is basketball playing size motherfuckers, man. And that's a, that's a hard road to hold right there. But you, you don't find. I think you don't find your groove at two hundred, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Climb up there, yeah. climb up that ranking too. Real yeah. Cool. Where's gas in Alabama, bro? What's that close? It's, um, it's an hour and a half away from Atlanta. It's about forty-five minutes away from Birmingham, and it's okay. about the same from Chattanooga. About forty-five minutes away from Chattanooga. How big is it? What's the population like? Man, the population. We just looked that up. I think it was like. I think 30, 35,000 or something like that. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, it's a small, small city. Yeah, everybody I, needs to I'd be remiss if I don't if I don't ask about y'all Alabama dude, bro. What's gonna happen with uh <laughs> man, he gonna hopefully he bring it back. I hope he do. I yeah, Alabama. 
the Alabama windmill, bro. What's he gonna do, man? He gonna catch him? He gonna clip him or what? What's he gonna do? <laughs> man, I hey, hey, this this shit don't make no sense to me because I'm I'm going. Why did all hell? He ain't listening. Like if I'm if I'm Shelly Finkel or, or uh, Al, whoever you know, whoever's his guys, right? So take this free money. With a guarantee that a winner for the for the uh, for the undisputed heavyweight title, like that's like you got to take your situation and and maximize it, right? Yeah. And if you say if you say it ain't, it ain't got nothing. Listen, if he thinks he was cheating and all this, fuck all that. Whatever. If you fall on this side or the other side, I don't really give a fuck. I'm talking about boxing business. You, bro, you take the fucking four five million dollars. Free with a guaranteed winner, no matter if it's Fury or fucking AJ. How the how the hell they couldn't work that plan, man? That that lets me know that Wilder's steering his own ship, man. He's saying, "Nah, I want to. I want this. This is what I want to do, so I'm gonna do it." But man, that shit don't make no sense, man, at all, business wise, business wise. Now, I happen to think that uh, after that last interview. I happen to think that Wilder's convinced he was cheating. I, I, he's convinced of that shit. So I guess you just say, well, that dude believes he was cheating, so he needs to fucking. But it ain't that much catch bag in the world if, I, if I'm gonna get a free $5 million, man, or, or $4 million or some shit like that with a guarantee that I'll get. I think he just got them advisors, man, Shelly Fanko and uh, Al Heyman, but. It makes no business sense whatsoever to me. At all. Business, business sense. Because the minute he said twenty, okay, you said twenty million. I ain't about. So that's 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 high end purse. Said that shit. You said that shit to 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 see if they would go for it. But okay. To not fight something like when Tyson gave Lemmy's Lewis uh, five million to step aside and shit like you know that shit's been done. Four five million dollars has been done because of so much money on the line. And with, with <coughs> them Saudis, with them Saudis was gonna pay for these two two boys over there in Dubai or whatever. They was talking hundred million, hundred two hundred million dollars. They all, all split up and shit. They'd have gave you five like it ain't shit, man. Them, 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 them Arabs wipe their ass with hundred dollar bills. They'd have paid you that shit, man. And then you would have still been sitting there going, and you ain't had to take you. You don't want to take no tune ups or whatever. Cool. Give me this free money, and I got you. Because in the contract, I'm gonna put no matter who wins, I get the next. You know, I'm the next guy. But, let's say, let's say, let's say Anthony, let's say uh, Joshua would have won that that Tyson uh, that Tyson fight, fight fight Joshua beat him. And then get your rematch with uh get still go get it. Yeah, right. it's still go get it, man. That shit. It makes no sense. And it makes you kind of fucking wonder, well, if you're fucking up the business side of it, right? Because obviously the mental side, if you can't sit there and figure out how your move is to take the money, let these guys fight, you fix your boxing, fight the winner, and if the winner isn't Tyson, well. Beat Joshua and then fight Tyson again. 
That's, that's amazing. That's, 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 that's three. That's three mega fights that you can Person. set up. Yeah, yeah, man. That's right up. You, you get your free money. You get the winner, and then you get to choose who you're gonna fight after that. Uh, so if you can't figure that out, it really makes me shake my. It really makes me shra- uh, uh, scratch my head. Um, what the fuck you doing with boxing then? Because now I'm kind of concerned. I see you dancing in the ring on these uh, Instagram videos, and what, Listen, where, man, what worries me? What worries me about uh, about Wilder's chances in this in this rematch or whatever? I, I don't think he got no chance. All right, let's get that out of there. He's gonna get his ass kicked. But here's the thing. I don't understand how he doesn't bring in somebody. Listen, man, I, <clears throat> I tend to always root for the American. Same way every fucking country roots for their fucking people, right? Same shit. Yo. What you I have yet to hear anybody who from the wilder side, and I ain't talking about fans, I'm talking about his camp, right? I have yet to, to even hear them guys show me that they understand what happened in that fight as far as let's say let's say he had let's say he pulled all the stuff and out and he had brass knuckles in his gloves. Cool. But what about the boxing aspect of it that you're gonna do different to stop this motherfucker from kicking your ass, man? Because I I don't hear none. His new train, I don't hear which that guy been there for a while too. I don't hear none of them say, well, this is what we got to do. We got to disrupt Fury from coming from. We got to tie him up when he gets close. We got to, anything, just anything. Right. They, it's like it's all just mumbo jumbo, bro. Like, oh, we believe him. I'm a warrior. You said all that shit the last time, bro. You said all that shit. So what you going to do different, man? Yeah, that, I haven't I haven't heard nothing like that yet either. And that's that was something I've That's what worries me. That's what worries me, that the technical I'm aspect of the boxing. Well, I mean, that's what that's what boxing is—is is making the adjustments, right? Because I mean, yes. we talk about this all—we talk about this all the time, and it's something that you preach. Going into a fight, it's not as as a fighter, you're not worried about what the other fighter is going to do. You got to do what you've been training to do, right? And so, like you said, the motherfucker could have had brass knuckles. What are you going to do to box differently? To beat him, and 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 like you said, ain't no one. But why is that? What do you think? Why? What do you think that is? You, you think you think he just got a bunch of yes men around him? You think people are scared? Yeah, oh, yeah, man. And, yeah. and yeah, you think that what it is? Yep, that's yeah, exactly. Right. He's he a multi. He he controls his camp. Dude, he tell them, he tell them what to do and what not to do. I, I I I was never a millionaire, but when I was on the block making money, I had flunkies around me. I had to run off, and just so they could pick up the little fucking loose change and shit. So you talking about why I was a millionaire, bro? Why I was a multi multi millionaire, man? When he when when this dude farts, they they standing there with fucking toilet paper and shit. The problem with that is you're not getting you're not getting the truth out of these motherfuckers, man. And, and here's the thing when. When I hear the interviews, Brent, I'm listening to this dude talk that same old hocus pocus bullshit, man, that he's talking. I'm like, oh, you just facilitating that shit. But guess what? If it wasn't for that 10% come fight night, I wonder if he'll talk that hocus pocus shit. Because here's the thing, man. 
we got to work, man. We got to work. If I care about you, I'm not gonna, man. I'm not gonna show up to a fight that you gonna get stomped up. Hey, man, we gotta, we got, we gotta prepare. We gotta plot, and then we got to perform. And you're saying nothing no different than you said before, man. Guess what? Outside of the two knockdown rounds, Fury ass whipped you boxing. The second fight, he walked you down, pushed you into the corner, and beat the shit out of you. This is that's just what happens. Now, what you gonna do different? If he was saying, man, look, if, if, if this is what you know, this is the I, I have yet to see that context with these dudes, and that's what worries me because I would have stopped that second fight in round five. There was no reason for that dude to keep getting hit on like like he was. In fact, <clears throat> we know in hindsight that Mark was trying to stop it then. Yeah. And the white dude, who ain't shit, publicly I'm saying you ain't shit, dude. Uh, what's his name? I said, I, I say, you gonna tell this man who's trying to save your kid's life? You've been training this kid since he's been an amateur, man. And this dude said, well, we gotta stop this. And you go, I, I'm in charge, I'm gonna stop it. Man, this dude leaking out his ear. Fucking face swollen, knotted up, man. Listen, it's just not our fucking night, bro. Wilder would be, Wilder would have been way better off had they stopped that fight earlier, get back in the gymnasium, start fixing shit. But man, I, it's like the the cart is before the horse over there, man. I don't, I don't get it, man. And 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 listen, the public became Wilder believers. He he had knocked motherfuckers out so much that. Every time he was getting his ass whooped, and it was plenty of fights like that. Okay. But that, that right hand bombed him out. So I get it. I get people. I can't even fault a person who, who believes in this power, right? Because his power is real. We know that shit. Bah! It's over with. <laughs> but it's kind of like, it's kind of like you just, you, 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 you wishing you win or something? What the fuck are you doing? Are you wishing you going to win? This shit's going to be bad. And I'm going to tell you something. That gypsy, that, that slick talking gypsy motherfucker, I can't wait. For the build up for this fight, I can't wait for the face offs and shit, bro. Because if if Fury is who who he's always been, man, Fury probably get up on that fucking stage with yeah, some gloves, with the stuffing, with the stuffing out the gloves. Yeah, man, and get up there talking about yeah, I got that's you. That's what's gonna happen. That's I, I got and, you, bro. And, yeah, yeah, I was cheating. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and Wilder, <laughs> wow, I don't think Wilder is mentally. Capable of handing that kind of abuse. We'll see. We'll see. Listen, because 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 I agree with you. I think I think during this press conferences and 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 everything that's gonna, it's going to be. Oh man, it's going to be rough. It's, it's, it's going to be bad. Like it's going to be entertaining like no, but Deontay Wilder, bro, it's like even even in his last week, man. I'm listening to these interviews, and he's saying that same old. I'm gonna try to kill him. I'm trying to get a body, my dude. That doesn't scare saying, yeah. fighting. Man. You can't scare a fighting man, bro. You can't, dude. You think that shit? I just, if I was cheap, the way I beat your ass half to death, there's nothing you could say that's gonna make me. Yeah. It's when Fury told him, he said, "Man, you ever seen a killer? Not? Yeah, bitch, it ain't you. You ain't no killer, man. Ain't nothing about you, tough guy, shit. So we gonna get in this ring and fight." I wish Deontay Wilder would just go get all that shit out of there, get prepared, and be like, "Okay, we're gonna see come fight night," and, and and get in there and fight, and don't don't let the dude in your head and shit like that, man. 
But you got to have what, – what, how you going to build that confidence? I just don't see it, man. I, I don't see how how this shit turns out well other than he lands the big one, like everybody say. If he lands a big one, we know he can knock anybody out for broke. The first time that kid gets hit in the fucking mouth hard, watch how quick he remembers what happened. Bah, oh, shit. Trying to get away from this fucking dude, bro. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, We'll see how it plays out. But – He's definitely, he's definitely picked his side and what he believes happened, and he's going with it to the fullest extent, man. And he got his supporters and fans and all that shit. Uh, we'll see how this shit goes, man. But I, I, I can't see I, that that one trick pony shit didn't happen. Two fights. How many rounds they went? Twelve. They went seven. The first 19, fight. Nineteen rounds, mm-hmm. bro. You won two. That you wasn't winning when you. You, you know, you knocked him down, got that 10 8. So, I don't know, man. It, 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 this shit is technical, man. This shit is like you just did. You adjusted your diet and your and your work ethic and shit like that, right? Because you want to start winning. You have to make adjustments, man. You have to do what, what Fury did from fight one to fight two, right? He said, I'm schooling this kid and he fucking punched me. And that, man, for a second day, I was gone. And I woke up, shit, this dude's dangerous, right? So I said, I'm going to go forward and not let him get set to punch. That's an adjustment. Yep. I wish I was here in Wild to give me some adjustments, right? And maybe he's doing, I know I know his fans and shit believe whatever this guy said. But, they, you know, there's a lot of make-believe with this shit. So long as Wild is telling them, I'm training, I'm getting ready, they're going to go with it, right? Because that's they got. But that's just fans. I'm talking about from the technical aspect of boxing. What do you do different to adjust to this six foot nine big motherfucker, man, who could come forward, go backwards, go side to side? What are you gonna do different, man? And I wish, I wish I could hear just not they plan, because you shouldn't tell nobody they plan, but just even act like that's what you're doing. Yeah, you know I'm saying you ain't even talking about it's the technical aspect because every time somebody say, Well, what you gonna do different? Oh, you know what I'm gonna do different. We're gonna make sure his gloves ain't loaded. What if his gloves ain't loaded? What if they never was loaded? What if you wrong? The plan. What if you the wrong? Plan, the plan should have been take the five million, take a couple tuna fights, mm-hmm. watch watch these motherfuckers fight, see what you can do differently, and then uh, or take the five and- million, take the five million, fuck the tuna fight because you you only want this fight to mm-hmm. go out, right? Take the five million, get the fucking twenty to fight, and go on to fucking Alabama, bro, and chill out. You good uh-huh. for the rest of your fucking life, man. I don't. I, I, it, it makes no business sense, man. But well, and well, I'm, not saying, I'm not clamoring, clamoring like, oh, like AJ Fury was. I'm missing out. Nah, I don't really give a fuck. It's, it's, it's much more fights I want to see that ain't outside of that fight, right? Much more. So I'm, it ain't me saying, oh, we got robbed out of that fight because AJ can get knocked out in his next fight. Fury can get knocked out in his next fight. And we still gonna end up seeing a Joshua Fury fight at some point because they both the biggest fighters in England, and they going as long as they keep boxing, they'll end up fighting anyway, man. So I, I, it lets me know he ain't listening. He's in, he he's staring the ship. What we he got, wants to do is what he's gonna do. We got That's a bunch it. of stuff. We got a bunch of stuff going on in boxing right now. I mean, let's move on to uh, tomorrow to start off with. We got May, Floyd Mayweather and. Uh, and this Paul kid, who's buying the fight? You guys buying it or what? 
man, I'm not buying it. What is, what, what, what is that? What is it on? I, I can't buy it. I don't even know what it's on, but I can't buy it. I, that, to me, honestly, what's going on with these YouTube stars and all that, man, they got Ocho Cinco on that card. <laughs> Come on, man. They got to stop that. That that right there is really a disappointment. Well, Mayweather is doing tomorrow is disappointing. Like, for real. You are one of the we, best we fighters that ever boxed in in history. Why stoop down to that level? I know it's money, we, but why stoop down to that level? That's disrespecting boxing, honestly. Because them we, YouTube fighters cannot fight. I'm sorry. They can't fight. If I ever had a chance at one, one of them Paul brothers, I'm pretty sure I can whoop their ass. Because they can't. I go back and forth on this, and I know we've talked about it before. And uh, you know, shit, we we've talked about it since since it started popping off, and uh, and it's growing. It's it getting some momentum, right? We, we're seeing a lot more of it. We're seeing more shows of it. One of them signed with uh, what is it, Showtime? I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Deal with Showtime. So 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 they got some momentum. The, the reality of it is they are bringing they are bringing millions of uh of, uh, of fans uh to the sport uh your guy you shared his video there and, and and i agree with him and and his name slips me uh i'm i'm like this i i think it's great for the business aspect of it i think it brings revenue i think uh it exposes a lot more people uh to boxing and ultimately you know that's what we want uh but your guy put out a video um that made a lot of sense to me and i and i agree with him i i think the way they're doing it is kind of uh it, it's not proper we need to be we need to be highlighting these up and coming fighters these guys that are putting in all the the, the, the their sweat and blood and tears and, and to training and guys that have committed their 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 whole life to boxing for an opportunity to be showcased like these guys have been. And I think the format should be adjusted a little, you know, and I get that this is all new and, and, and they're trying to figure it out. Uh, and if they want to have, you know, these Mayweather Paul main events, that's fine. If they want to have Ocho, Chico, uh, Ocho Cinco on the, on the card, that's fine. But let's get some of these prospects uh, an opportunity. Let's, let's pay, the sport of, of boxing some respect and not just exploit it to, to, to make money because even Mayweather came out and, and said it the other day, th th this is nothing but a legal bank heist. I mean, he can't pay 10 fucking million dollars plus 50% of uh, the paper, pay-per-view uh, revenue. Mm -hmm. uh, if he cared about the sport of boxing the way he did, he should be, he should be the one out in the front, campaigning for a format change and saying hey let's get some of our boxers out here an opportunity to shine let's give these guys uh some airtime to tell their story and, and to and to uh perform in front of the millions of people that i'm bringing to watch this shit. what do you what are your thoughts and what she he's kind of doing that just a little bit because you know uh heard heard is fighting on that that card then the guy oh, who shit. is it? I didn't yeah. even know that. He fighting on that call. I forgot about that. Yeah, that is, is the herd fight, man. Yeah, man. Uh -huh. I forgot. I was excited about watching. Damn. And um I might have to buy the motherfucker now. God <laughs> damn. 
Oh, you can go to uh, Buffalo. You go to Buffalo Wings and watch it, right? For free. For free. <laughs> yeah, that's what I might do. I might do that. Got, I might um, sit down and eat me something. We got Ocho Cinco fighting. He's uh, actually a professional boxer. So he kind of kind of helped him out a little bit. Not much. No, we, we, we need we, – we, we, I think we need more exposure. I, I, I really like that video that you – what was his name, uh, D? I don't know what you're talking about. The guy, with, the guy, the guy with the with the hat. You posted the dang video. Uh, Fighter, fighters, yeah, but I don't know what was uh, on it. Fighters, yeah, rep? yeah, fighters, rep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he and, came out. What did he, he say? Talk, he was talking about Quentin. That's what it was. He was talking about Quentin. He was talking about the. Uh, oh, the, from the fight. first YouTube, the right. YouTube fight we was on. Right. With Regis right. in there. Oh, okay, right. I know what you're talking right. about. Right, 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 right. right. Uh, I'm a hey, I'm a capitalist. I just told y'all, I just told y'all, any motherfucker with thirty dollars could get in the ring. So I, if a motherfucker's gonna get thirty dollars and he can make a couple million dollars off the fight, I don't give a shit that shit. In fact, call me, call me tomorrow with one of them power guys, and we'll do another show with they fucking. Cause people watching, people's watching. To me, if you're asking me are they boxers or not, that's a different question right. than. Then if they should be doing what they're doing, of course they should be doing what they're doing, man. Motherfuckers is on Instagram and YouTube and all that shit making millions of dollars. They you you think you think comedians from traveling all to all the comedy clubs all over the country work in the circuit for 20 years before they get a television deal and shit? You think they ain't mad about these YouTube comedy dudes? Who, who just all of a sudden, boom, seemed like overnight he got 10 million followers and shit. Now he could command the same prices they get at the theaters. To get this. Of course, but you can't get mad at that shit, man. YouTube wasn't around when you was doing your thing, man. And now it is. So these kids is finding their lane. To me, it's a different, but it's also why I didn't get mad when he knocked the basketball player out. Because are we pretending they fighters or not? Pick a side. You can't say he's a fighter. He's only a fighter when he when he wins. Till he loses, now he ain't a fighter. Listen, man, how many fighters we see every fucking show locally? And these motherfuckers ain't really fighters, man. Every fucking show, every show ever put on anywhere for all times, it's a motherfucker who can't fight, who shouldn't be in the ring. I just, I don't, to me, is they boxers, is they ain't boxers, and is I'm gonna pay for it, it's three different things. And, 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 and I don't give a fuck about Jake well, Paul fighting anybody. I, that ain't gonna sell me on a fight. Right. Even, well, even if he's fighting Floyd Mayweather, that ain't but, that ain't gonna sell me on a fight. Jack, Jared Hurd fight, that's a dude I like, I'm gonna support it. I wanna watch that fight. That's, that's exactly to my point is is we did I didn't even know and you forgot that Hurd was on this fight. And I think that's that's where the adjustment needs to be made is hey, let's make sure these fucking guys are getting the exposure that they deserve. Now, how you do that? I I don't know, but I think it's case, I think it's case in, I think it's case in point in the fact that we have a pro fucking fighter, a great pro fighter. You forgot, and I didn't even know the motherfucker was on, was on the card. That's the problem I I see with that. Do I have a problem? With, do I have a problem with Mayweather and and Paul fight? Nah, let them fucking fight. Let them bring more fans to the fight. If they want to put themselves in that situation, go ahead. Uh, my problem, my my issue is we need 
it, it would be it would be great for boxing. It'd be great for these uh, prospects to get more exposure uh, and, and and get some of the get some of the uh, the benefit uh, from this as well. Cause that's what they did to Devin Haney. Uh, I think it was Jake Paul first fight or something like that. Devin Haney was the the co-main event. Yeah, and he's a yeah. world champ. Yeah. Yeah. He made Who's him co-main event. Uh, there was another one too. Who was who was a uh, co-main uh, co event? Was it uh, Billy? It was uh, Billy Joe Saunders was a co-main event as well. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That was yeah. ridiculous. Well, it is what it is. We'll see tomorrow. So we got tomorrow. The name of the game is selling tickets, man. The name of the game is selling tickets, and and promoters don't give a flying fuck who who commands the the ticket sale. If it's a fucking if it's a dancing bear or or, or fucking uh, clown, uh, clown troop on tricycles, man. Whatever sells tickets, man. That's what they want. And, and so the fighters just need to take advantage of it if they have the opportunity to jump on there and steal the show, hopefully. That's all. That's all, man. Just get on the fucking shit. Look, the more the merrier, man. The more people fight, the more boxing and whoever get a shot at being seen on a grand scale. That's all, man. Yeah. So we got... That. We yeah. gotta change the questions. I think the questions is what is what's wrong. We 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 all feel a certain way about these these guys who's not fighters that's fighting, but that's the wrong question. Will I pay for something? Do I think they fighters and and where do they belong and shit? That's neither. It's a fucking it's a it's a it's a stunt show, man. Fresh. It's like when we was growing up and they was doing stunt shows and shit. You know, you usually watch on TV. Motherfuckers jumping calls and shit, bro. That's it's just a it's a spectacle, man. So if they gonna do it, listen, man, listen. If you think Floyd Mayweather's about to lose to this fucking guy, but what's the difference of that? What's the difference of that? Or when people thought Conor McGregor could beat Floyd Mayweather in a boxing ring, it's the same shit. This motherfucker was only no as a boxer. People so really thought, this, yeah, what's the fucking difference? And the whole earth, the whole earth, because of because of MMA's people who likes MMA thought this dude could get in the ring with the greatest boxer of the last fucking thirty years, and he's gonna be able to compete and beat him. Are you out your fucking mind, man? This that that would be as silly as me thinking Floyd Mayweather was about to go over there and fight Conor McGregor in a cage and win. That's how fucking dumb that is. They can understand that, but then they can't reverse it. Well, that's because you're a fan, and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. You're a fan. But stick to your fan shit. Buy the T-shirt. Argue about that dumb shit. This guy was not going to get in the fucking boxing ring and, 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 and fucking beat. Uh, uh, bro, he wasn't even fighting a fucking past uh, champion. No, he was fighting one of the greatest fighters in the history of boxing. Whether you like him or not, it doesn't matter. This shit ain't going nowhere. And I love the fact after the fight, he see they they asked him, "Did you train? Train? Are you out your fucking mind? Train for this? For what? <laughs> what? I, nah, man. What the fuck am I training for?" But again, that's people that don't understand the 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 what we do. Mm -hmm. You don't understand that, man. So guess what? That's who we selling this shit to. We want you to spend your fifty dollars, whatever the case may be. 
and sell you that this guy can win and this guy can win, man. That's that's what we can do. And, and Jared Hurd is smart for being on this show because whether you, me, Fresh, whether we like it or not, it's going to be millions of people watching this shit, man. Yeah. You know, and, and that's all you want, some eyeballs on it. This is no different than Butterbean in the 90s when fucking Ali was fighting them wrestlers and, and Lyle Zato and shit in the 70s. It's, it's no different. It's still, it's all spectacle. Yeah. It's all spectacle. It's all cash grab. What do you think of Haney's performance last week? Oh, uh, man. He did all right until, uh, I think it was what, the uh, 11th round? And then when he got caught, that kind of exposed him a little bit. His chin is kind of weak. At the end of the 10th, right there at the end of the 10th, yeah. yeah. When Linares when when uh, walked him to his corner. <laughs> yeah, that oh. right there was, man. But he, he did he did right by, at, at the first, the first, the beginning of the fight, he did right by staying away. Cause he already knew that that man had some power, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes you just get caught, hmm. and he got that caught. Di- that division, I love that division, man. You have a lot of, uh, you got a lot of power, fire in that division. Uh, really, do. you got Themo, you got Themo fighting on the on the nineteenth. Uh, and I love, you know, I love how he's talking. He and he's setting up Haney. He he doesn't want Haney to fucking uh, escape his his grasp. What do you, uh, D? What do you think about that whole situation? It it amazes me if Devin Haney gets near by. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric Blue Moon, I'm so frank. I'm so frank and, and plain spoken, and I don't I don't mean to offend fans of guys, right? That ain't because that ain't my thing. I, I root for who the fuck you want to root for. That shit don't matter to me. But but guys got to remember, bro, this is what I do. This is what the fuck I was born into. This is what I've been doing for half my – I'm 44. I've been doing this shit for 24 years, man. And 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 you you want me to lie to you because you're a fan. Because you're a fan of a guy. I'm supposed to sit in and pretend he's as good as you think he is. Nah, man, I ain't going to fucking do it. I, but even even with that, even with that, I seldom get the, the dumbass messages and shit. <clears throat> but but with Haney, it's a guy fucking messaged me and said it figures, it figures you wouldn't like Devin Haney because he's young and great and all that, and you hate. Him. I gave him a thumbs up. I, man, I, I don't even know what the fuck he tell you, man. If 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 you know if you can't hear if you can't hear uh, objective criticism of a guy that's doing what I do, and I'm I'm get, I'm telling you my evaluation of of his ability. And that hurts your feelings, hey man. I, you a fan, brother? So be a fan, man. Buy buy a shirt, watch all the fights and everything. But here's the thing, Devin Haney. Devin Haney is a, an exceptional athlete. Exceptional. I just wish somebody was training him to be a fighter. And 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 it is what it is, man. That that kid's playing freeze tag in the ring, man. And and the first step up. In the first step-up fight, he got against a three-time world champion who's been done, done been stopped what five times. Mm-hmm. He he had no fear for walking forward, and you hit him on the button several times, so that exposed. You ain't got no punch, which people should know that already. But it's not that 
It's not that Haney couldn't punch. It's that he's never developed how to punch correctly. He's never developed a, a, a defensive ability. He's never developed these things. I like in Devin Haney to I like in Devin Haney to the running back at Pee Wee football. Give him the ball, we're gonna win. Give him the ball, he's gonna score. You know what I'm talking about, Allen. Mm-hmm. Give him the ball, he's gonna score, we're gonna win. And we win 28 to, to seven because I got the fastest kid in the league, and we just give him the ball, and he runs around. He don't even pick a hole. He don't even pick a hole and read the line. He just runs around and outruns everybody. That's what you got with Devin Haney. And here's the thing. Even boxing insiders, even even boxing coaches, and even boxing media and shit get caught up in that. And they see an athlete and say, oh, this athlete is so superior, he's going to beat guys, and his flaws ain't going to show well, they showed against his first step-up guy, even though he dominated the fight. He dominated that boxing match. He dominated till he got hit in the fucking button. And and I'll even give Haney the props of keeping going, grabbing, holding, holding, and keeping going, and he still won the fight. He won that fight clear. In fact, uh, Lenaris ought to be kicking his own ass because he let that fight get away from him. Because when he made the – when he made – when he made some adjustments in that fourth and just threw more than one punch, he was giving Haney the fucking business. And then he goes back to his corner, comes out, and don't do it no more. Looking for a left hook, looking for a left hook, looking for a left hook. You gave that fucking kid the fight, man. That's your fault. Haney won. He passed the test. But listen, man. How do you place him in that division amongst everyone? At the very, at the very bottom. Look, any of those fucking top guys is gonna he's gonna fucking beat the sleeves off that motherfucker, man. Listen, Tank, 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 tank is Tank, Tank is is knee high to a fucking grass. So what's 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 Tank? Five foot one or some shit like that. That's a little bitty dude, man. Let me tell you something, man. Tank is gonna keep coming forward until yeah. he punches him in the fucking mouth and it's over with, bro. It's mm-hmm. over with. And that's that. But you say, Coach, well, you wouldn't say that against a box, right? A superior boxer would never let him keep coming forward and hitting him on the button. But what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do to keep him off him? What? He damn sure ain't gonna knock Tank out. He damn sure ain't gonna punish him. So, hey, look, man, I'm I'm not a fan because I'm not a fan of his boxing. I hope the kid becomes an all-time great and does everything his fans want him to do. But it ain't got shit to do with uh, underappreciating him or none of that shit, man. He won that fight. He passed. He passed that shit, man. He better still clear all the dudes. Richard Comey, Richard Comey would 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 wire his fucking jaw closed. If he fights, if he fights, if he fights this fucking Japanese that Loma's about to fight, it'll be a slaughter, man. Just it just he don't have a technical ability. Now, if his dad gets out the way and Ben Davidson sticks around, maybe. Maybe they develop because he's such an athlete. If you teach him a few, a few things, uh, a, a, a few key things like how to throw a punch, how to target certain areas, and how to do, you know, oh, they kid. Now we're talking about a different animal because he's a special athlete, clearly, clearly. But until you see that man, how much of I a life? The, how much? I let the fans put him up there, at number one, and shit like that. How much of a live fight is this uh, Stemo fight going to be? Which one? Which one? This uh, th- uh, female fight. 
How much how much of a live fight is it gonna be? How dangerous is it for Timo? Oh, against Timo. Australia. Oh, yeah. Timo. I don't know what the fuck you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> you the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> it's a live fight because uh Cambosa is the real deal, man. The problem is Cambosa, I don't think he takes enough punch, man, to keep keep uh keep Tia away at bait, man. But yeah, I think he should be competitive. He know, he know how to adjust. Yeah, it should be competitive fighting too. That's how he whooped uh what's called because he knew how to adjust to, to what he was doing. Yeah. I, yeah man, I think it's competitive, but you wins. That's why that's that's the great the great part about different boxes. If you can adjust when you go to that corner, you can listen to your coach. Well, one, if you have a good coach and your coach can see what's going on in the ring, and he can tell you you can adjust. Then you're a boxer. Cause just 100%. like he's playing chess. So 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. I wanna I wanna <laughs> I wanna recognize uh the quote of the week. Uh <laughs> Canelo, I mean it's the uh, what's his name? Mayweather was asked, hey, what do you think about uh what do you think about this uh Canelo uh <laughs> De La Hoya feud going on? He goes, I beat them both. I don't care. I don't care what's going on between them. I thought that was fucking hilarious. What do you think about man? You think uh, you think fucking Oscar doing uh, too much drinking and coke over there? He's still fucking with uh, with uh, Canelo. He doing what do something. Think, what, do, what do you think about that whole dispute? I think he's mad because Canelo. He's a clown. Yeah, yeah. Moved on. Canelo moved on. And he hated. He lost his Good. money. Look, here's here's my uh, whole. I think it's funny, and I agree. I think it makes De La Hoya uh, look bad, and I think he needs to stop. I think he needs to let that shit go. Uh, but I think you know De La Hoya did so much for the sport. He was such a great boxer. He was so entertaining, Olympic champion, uh, the face of boxing for a while. I, I don't have an issue with the motherfucker getting drunk and partying and doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, but I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think he should be so fucking public with his disputes when he's having so many uh, so many problems. If he wants to fucking party, let him go party in private. It makes well, him look it, it, it makes him look bad when uh, when he's doing dumb shit like that. That's because he got exposed for being a liar, bro. That's why he's yeah. doing that, man. Because yeah. because if if it, if it was dirty on the zones uh, in Canelo wouldn't be fighting for the zone. Yeah. He fucking said he was right. had, he, he told Canelo one thing, told him one thing, and got exposed by the shit. So, you know, and then Canelo don't give a fuck about not saying the shit. Saying how this dirty motherfucker told the people I'm gonna do this, this, and this. I ain't never even seen a motherfucking contract. What are you talking about? And then I see Canelo do this shit. I love it. Hold on. I thought it was fun. He out here look, he out here living his best life. <laughs> 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 he he having he having a good old time. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with that. I love that shit. Look at him. He probably drunk okay. too. Shit. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he. But the only difference is he on the boat. He on the boat with his wife. Yeah. He ain't got no. Uh, yeah. He don't have no bikini on. Hold up. <laughs> he got no fishing net. He got no fishing Viva Mexico, cabrones! <laughs> Man.
man. Della Hardy, man. man. Della Hardy is just. Yeah, he shouldn't. I'm, I'm with you, Fresh. He shouldn't publicly be doing that shit. Yeah, like, nah. It just makes you look worse, man. Makes you look yeah. worse, man. That's all. That, it look, makes him look like a like a bitter ex girlfriend, man. Get doing sending them <laughs> drunk, sending them drunk texts and shit. <laughs> That's all he's yeah. doing. And then and then and then Canelo uh, clapped back, talking about you. You really want me to talk? Do you want me to talk? So I, he shut up real quick. <clears throat> All right, man. Well, it's been a it's been a hell of a show. What you got? Um, I want to first give give a shout out to all my sponsors. Have to do that. Um, I'm gonna start off with Christine in the ring. Y'all know her. Everybody, a lot of people know her. She's one of the she's part of the USA team as a coach, and she has her own part podcast. That's right. um, I want to give a shout out to. Man, I got too many sponsors. <laughs> well, I hope y'all watching. I, I, it's too many. So I want to give a shout out to everybody. But she was one of them. Uh, David Asp, he's one of, he's one of my main sponsors. Um, Homicide Inc., they're from Gaston, Alabama. It's a tattoo shop. Um, man, like I said, I got a whole bunch. I, and that's another thing that helped me change my professional career was when I got that support. That support mm-hmm. made a big difference because at, at first I only had my main guy, which was David Asp. And he'd been with me since, since the first loss. But, and Christine, she came in, I think the second fight, second or third fight. And from there, everybody else came around. But yeah, I want to give a shout out to all my sponsors. I should be fighting next month sometime. If not Mexico, then I'll be back in Alabama. One or two. No matter what. Going on that seven that seven win streak. That's what's up. Keep yeah, it informed, bro. So we can share everything too, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And plus, right now I'm working on the uh documentary. I met mm. up with a guy last weekend and he does photos and videos and everything. He was like, man, can I do a, uh, a documentary on you? I said, yeah, sure. I said, when you want to start? So looking forward yeah, to man. that up. We're going to push that too, bro. Everything you're doing, man, we got we, – we support you guys and your whole squad over there, man. Renee, everybody. Uh, I think Doc's over there and is over there. Everybody's over there, man. Uh Keep doing what you're doing, man. And keep winning, man. And make a hell of a story in the end, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yes, y'all sir. for letting me uh, come on the show. Derek, any last words? Ah, man. Y'all just, uh, y'all go like my man's stuff all at Instagram. What, what, what's your Instagram and, and, and all that type of stuff? Uh, Instagram is ShazyEagle22. Facebook is Alan Melson. Uh, Snapchat. If I get on Snapchat, as I think Melson twelve twenty two. I don't remember. You'll uh, find it. Yeah. <laughs> name. You'll find it. Yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to Juan from uh, the ABO man. He tuned in today, and uh, I think Derek. He was uh, Camelot is the best, right, Derek? I think he was talking about. Can- he was referencing Canelo. He was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking kid special, man. 
Yeah, and that's actually, you know, that's kind of who I who I started watching a little more. Because the Who's way that? Canelo. Yeah, man. He, like his defense is is incredible. His head man is impeccable. I don't know why fucking Derek don't like him. He's a fucking great fighter. Fuck. Because well, he got red hands. All right, YouTube, uh, Facebook, we appreciate you all tuning in. Hey, listen, so next Saturday, we're going to be broadcasting live from uh, Galveston and the Altigity Show. Uh, it's going to be yeah, some man. great, great, some, some great, great, great fights uh, that are going to be uh, be put on. So oh, make sure you tune in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I have a question for y'all, both of y'all. What y'all think about Matt Trek pulling out again? About who? who? Matt Trek. Mac Truck, he from uh, he from Georgia, the heavyweight. I didn't know. I didn't know he pulled out the fight. He was on the. He was on the. Yeah, he, he pulled out the second time. He pulled out. I didn't know that. Who who, who he was fighting? Shane Shane Evans. Oh, so Gabe, that's he's with Gabe and them, right? The Shane Evans guy. Yeah. Dude, pull out. Hey, man. man. If you if you try to do a fight with a guy and he done pulled out a couple of times, I wouldn't pursue it no more. Yeah, that ruins your reputation. Um, that that will follow you. That's why that's why I'll find someone them be having twenty fights, man. In case a motherfucker pull out, they still got plenty of fights. <laughs> <laughs> they know what they doing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, we're gonna be there live at the remote man in Galveston Island, man, and y'all Stop through. We're gonna be interviewing the fighters and, and, and getting with the windows, getting with everybody, man. Y'all come through and we're gonna try to go as live we're gonna try to go live as much as we can. All right, man. Well that's it. We'll catch y'all next week. Have a great weekend. Peace. All right, fellas. All right, bro. All right. Yes, sir.